Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Oh, another day in paradise, dude. Another, another day, day in, in airports. That's been my day. Uh, man, I, I am out. I'm actually in on the east coast of Canada. I had to take two flights, two connections to get here. But I'm back in my home country. And uh, Larry, I, I mean, you always say I'm polite, but you've got to come here and see how polite people really are. It's unbelievable. You, you would just, you would die. I don't think, I think you, you just might explode with this level of politeness coming from LA. Oh, come on, Daryl. I don't want to hear it. Some <laughs> of the most polite people in the whole face of the earth live in Los Angeles, California. Southern California, Southern California is the hotbed for being polite. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's also the hotbed for getting shot on the freeway. (laughs) Welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. If you're new to the podcast, you've joined an irreverent, punchy uh, group of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, doing the hard work. We call it Selling from the Heart. And uh, we had a great, lots of great conversations based on our uh, feedback from our, our podcast last week about feedback, the breakfast of Selling from the Heart Champions. And thank you to everybody. Um, it's great uh, seeing everyone going out and being courageous and going to your customers, your clients, especially those middle of the road clients, not the good ones, not the, the, the ones that you get more feedback from than you ever wanted, but the middle of the road clients and really asking them, um, you know, how's it going and, and getting their feedback and, and really working to develop those relationships. So we get more of those middle of the road clients all the way up to the top. But uh, Larry, you and I travel a lot, right? Probably more than, uh, more than we'd want to, uh, which is fun. We get to meet a lot of people, but one of the, um, one of the very, very few perks of traveling is from time to time, uh, if we hold our mouths right, cross our fingers, we actually, you know, might get an upgrade on a flight just because of the sheer amount of miles, especially you trucking back and forth uh, from L.A. Oh, to the East Coast. I, I, actually, I actually love it because, you know, I can almost guarantee I get bumped every single time on my flights. And, and I actually love it because with a bad back and a bunch of wah, 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 I know what you're going to say. It's nice, to, it's nice to sit in a nice cushy seat. Well, it is, it, it is, uh, it, I'm de- always grateful and thankful. And, and, uh, so it's one of the, uh, one of the very few, very, very few perks of flying as much as, as we get to. So, uh, I just want to set this up because this is, this has sparked a lot of discussion, um, already today, just on, on this. I was flying last week. Um, and I was on a, on a leg of my flight and, and I cashed in some points to upgrade and, um, and I'm not going to name the airline. It's not about that. Uh, cause probably all about the same, but, uh, you know, I'm sitting there in first class and I'm sitting with people who, you know, I didn't pay money. I paid blood, sweat and tears during the frequent fire miles to get to first class, but I'm sitting there with people that 
literally probably shelled out three, $400 extra on a ticket to sit in first class. And so what ends up happening, and you know, I'm not someone to complain, but what ends up happening is the, you know, the, uh, the, the flight attendants in first class come out, give us drinks and then they sit down and like they're texting and talking and, you know, for a whole hour and a half, they're sitting up front, just kind of taking it easy. And then when the flight got ready to land, you know, they collected the garbage and, and uh, got off. So, um, you know, a, not, not what you would call like a first class experience. Right. So, so I sent the email, you know, I was like, you know, I'm a frequent flyer in this airline. So I sent the email to customer relationship relations and I got this email back and this is, this is, uh, I'm so glad I sent this email and I'm so glad I got this email back. The email said, I'm sorry you had a bad experience and all the stuff you'd expect. They said, we're not going to uh, give you your points back as I'd requested because even though the service wasn't great, you still got to sit in a first class seat. And when I saw that this morning, and I got up at three o'clock this morning to fly out here to the East Coast of Canada, it's been a long travel day. I saw that email when I was standing in the security line this morning, and immediately, immediately in my heart, I said, no, first class is not a seat, it's an experience. And uh, so it prompted a blog post to put out there today. Many of you have commented on it already. Um, if you haven't, it'll be in the show notes. But you know, Larry, I think, um, you know, when we look at, you know, I, I mean, you've had good first class experiences, right? I mean, where they bring out the hot towel, they bring out the bottle of wine, they bring out the, you know, they know your name. It feels good, doesn't it? Well, there, there's actually, and I, and I get what you're going with this, and there's certain airlines, and, you know, we'll keep names out. Right. That, that actually greet their first class customers by their first and last name because they know that, you know, they can follow them on an iPad or whatever the, you know, right. electronic device they're doing and they come greet you at your seat and they give you that hot towel. And it is all about the experience. And you and I are talking, you know, we talk about this all the time. I got to, you know, I'll, I'll throw something else out there only just because, you know, with selling from the heart for my book coming out, I'm getting a lot of my old buddies who are finding out that I'm writing a book coming out of the woodworks. And what was really interesting is I got an email from an old sales rep in, in one of the companies I used to work in. Uh-huh. And he was talking about the same thing. He goes, I saw firsthand the level of, ex, you know, what you shared when it came to customer experience. I have yet to see somebody who gave as much experience and who gave that outstanding level of service as you did. And quite frankly, it's hard for one simple reason. I'm back in your old territory. <laughs> right, this is what people expect. <laughs> he's, he's got the bar. Well, so, okay, so this morning, and I will name an airline because I'm Canadian, so I'm flying to Canada. I'm on Air Canada, right? So, uh, poor thing. Really dude, poor thing. Did you have pancakes with maple syrup on it? Uh, I just had maple glazed salmon for, uh, oh. for dinner, and um, yeah, we won't, we won't even talk about the good things that you, you can uh, create with maple syrup. That's a subject for uh, another podcast. But the, um, you know, so I got on this flight, this is after last week's bad experience, right? Just like, it wasn't bad. It just was not a first class experience. Well, today I get on the plane and, you know, welcome Mr. Amy and, you know, uh, hot towels come out and they hand me a menu and they bring me a hot breakfast and they keep my cup of coffee warm. And, 
you know, all of this. And, and it was a good, it was a, it was a fantastic experience. It was a memorable experience. It was a, um, you know, it was what you would expect if you spent the extra money or the points on first class. And it, it got me thinking, you know, how much did it cost for the airline? You know, the last week, the airline that said, you got first class, here's your seat, you know, sorry, we didn't bring you a cup of coffee or be nice to you, but, you know, you got first class. And then another airline saying, going over the top to say, you know, I mean, I don't know how much it costs to give me a hot towel. I, probably not that much money, right? Not in contrast to what it costs for a first class ticket. And, and so here, you know, here's, here's what I think. Here's the bottom line on this. I think it doesn't matter what you sell. You could be in any industry. You could sell B2B, B2C, whatever, whatever you sell. You've got competitors. And by and large, my guess is that your competitors' products and or services are very, fairly similar uh, to your service. There may be some differentiation. But there's not a whole lot of differentiation. So I would say that you have a first-class seat and your competitor has a first-class airplane seat. The question is, as a sales rep, is what are you going to bring to that seat? You know, last week I sat in a first-class seat and got ignored. Today I sat in a first-class seat and I got pampered and, you know, the little details were taken care of. And so this goes, you know, we talk a lot of that on the Selling from the Heart podcast about customer experience or client experience. And, you know, it just really got me thinking, Larry, um, how much attention as sales professionals are we, are we paying to the details, like the hot towel and the, you know, little thing of mixed, you know, mixed nuts and all that? What, are we no, doing okay. that? What would happen if we did? This, this, oh, oh my gosh, this, this brings back some, this brings back some stories. So Daryl, so Daryl knows the sales channel that I came out of and, and right. And I'm going to throw it out there. I came out of the office technology channel, right? I B2B spent my whole on the street, knife on fight. the streets yes. and, and so forth. So yeah, hardcore. I, I knew, I knew the experience that most, unfortunately, that most sales people provided they're customers. I won't even call them clients because they viewed them as customers, right? That's a whole nother story. Mission but check. What, <laughs> right. But, years, but right what's, really inter- what's really interesting about this, and, and I'll share a story, but before I share the story, I wanted to make a comment, was how many salespeople today talk about the outstanding level of service they're going to get? They're going to talk about and provide them a great experience until the point that they shake hands and agree to, right? They shake hands and agree to do pay, you know, do business. And then all of a sudden, guess what happens? They slowly fade off and they don't give them that love. And then obviously they wonder why, but here's where I want to go with this. So I'm going to, I'm going to take our listeners back. So I came out of the office, you know, technology channel. And one of the things that I did and I, I spoiled my clients rotten. Mm. And they knew, and they knew what to expect. So, I mean, I can't believe I'm actually sharing this, but it 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 shares why creating that outstanding customer experience is so important. Right. I took my top twenty five clients, and I put them on a calendar. Okay. Yep. And I routinely visited them. I shook their hands. I thanked them for doing business. I walked the halls, and yes, I had in my hand a bottle of cleaner and a set of rags. 
Oh, wow. And I sat and I cleaned the devices. Not like, you know, not like inside and all that, but I surface clean, like you would dust your home and things like that. Yeah. I made sure the appearance of those devices. They didn't have like fingerprints. Didn't, all have, didn't have grime on it. People, yeah. look, people look to me and they go, why the hell are you doing this? <laughs> right. And I said, because the experience keeps them coming back for oh, more and they will tell other people. That's right. So you and didn't do the hot towel. You did like Windex. On oh my God. You know, but, yeah, but you but know that's what? Great. That's I, awesome. did, I didn't, you know what? I didn't have to do that. And there's people that are going to go, you know what? You're a box of fruit loops. How do you have time and all that? And I said, how right. can you afford not to have time to uh, take care of your clients? That's so good. Well, it's just like the airline. The airline doesn't have to do hot towels. And I'm sure like some, you know, executive said, we're not making money scrap the hot towels, no more, you know, nuts, give them, gla- you know, plastic cups, um, you know, and all that. But, but, but you, you strip away all the stuff. And, and, but, but the flip side is, you know, for a, a th- I mean, a $3 bottle of Windex and a towel and a little time, which is well-invested time because you just got entrance into your client's office and, you know, you're building that relationship. You provide a first class experience right and yeah absolutely because i mean just think about it 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 doesn't it doesn't take a lot to go the extra mile as a salesperson you just got to care and you got to care you got to lead with your heart right i mean that's what selling from the heart's all about you got to lead from the heart you got to show you care but i can guarantee you the first time that happens to one of your clients where you actually do that what what happens to the whites of their eyes they go i can't believe this is actually happening pinch and poke me is this person for real and people are willing to pay for that right they they, well they they are and what's really interesting is i like working with i mean you know i throw it out there real hard i i i I do it for a reason because i care i don't want to ruffle feathers and piss people off but i want come on just a little bit just a just a little (laughs) bit because we're so polite in southern california but but never but nevertheless I said, listen, it's what you bring to the table right. that enhances the experience. It's not your product. It's not your service. It's not yeah. your solution. And it's not your company because, you know, granted, you all work for great companies and everybody says that. The experience that you provide the client is you. It's what yeah. you're going to do. And if salespeople will get that through their head, that's what becomes the aha moment in the selling process is, Daryl, let me share with you what I will be providing to you after we agree to do business. Yes. Is See, boom, boom, and boom. And not only that, also surprising him. So, so you know, I'm married to this sweet Southern girl and she's a photographer and uh, she photographs newborn babies, which I mean, can you imagine anything easier to sell than pictures of a newborn baby to a parent, right? That's just amazing. But uh, you know, as she was growing her business over the last five years, I was watching her spend all this time um, and money buying like uh, just stuff like uh, tumblers, cups, and spending a lot of time on the packaging and um, putting a studio together with like snacks and a coffee maker and making everything comfortable. And I mean, the level of detail. Um, that she's gone to with client experience. At first, I was like, you know, I'm 
Larry, I'm just like, she's wasting so much time and money. Just take some pictures. They're pictures of babies and sell them. But what I've come to realize and respect is that she has created from the time somebody, you know, first engages with her all the way through to delivery with uh, unbelievable detail paid to all of it uh, and attention that she's created an unbelievable client experience and people talk about it and they keep coming back. And I don't know what, you know, once again, I don't know what industry you're in as a sales rep, but I think as, as sales reps, we all want to, uh, you know, maximize our gross profit. We all want to, um, you know, our clients, we complain that clients aren't willing to spend money. Well, guess what? You go out and you start providing an excellent client experience like that and they start opening up their wallets and, no. and loyalty on top of that and talking about people. You get the, like the triple whammy, more profit, more loyalty, more referrals, all from hot towel type experiences or in Larry's case, Windex. You know, oh, this stop is, it. No, I, I, I mean that sincerely. I mean, this is really good. And, you know, so I, as I was engaging with, I wrote that article on, on LinkedIn uh, about, you know, first class is not a seat, it's an experience. And uh, as people were pinging in on it today, I started pu pushing back or, you know, just replying and dri driving conversation as you've taught me to do on LinkedIn, Larry, and um, saying, hey, I'm curious, you know, well, what are you doing to create an amazing experience? And, you know, not to, not to discount what people were saying. I mean, they were saying I follow up, I, you know, take good care of them, I give them referrals for their business, which is great and all of that. But, but all of it was, none of it was remarkable. But I got to say that what I see my wife doing and what you're talking about, like walking around with a bottle of spray cleaner and a towel to showing that much pride and in their office and your, your, you know, your systems in their office, that's remarkable. That's like, that's something that someone would take a picture of and comment on and share. I mean, that's something that they would tell their friends about to go, yeah, hey, I, I need a, I need, you know, this, this piece of office equipment. Oh my gosh, this guy at our office, he comes by once a month with Windex and cleans it. You know, it's always up and running. Well, and just that little, you know, so I'm just thinking, here's what I want to start challenging all of us to think is, what could we do to provide the hot, what could you do? What could you do to provide the hot towel first class experience to your clients? And here, here's something to think about. And it's not that difficult because the answer is right in front of most people. And all you got to simply do is ask can you imagine sitting down with your clients, right? Thanking them for their business, looking at them in their eyes and saying, you know what, what can I personally do to enhance the level of service? What, you know, what does the wow factor that. look like to you? Huh? I don't, no, I don't, I don't think so. I'm going to push back. I'm going to give a little Steve Jobs on you. I mean, Steve Jobs no. was like, don't survey people and ask them what they want. Create something amazing and give it to them. I think well, that, well, dude, that, that's fine. I didn't say do a survey. I didn't say you survey monkey and throw it out there, dude. No, I'm I saying when you ask somebody, I, I'm saying that's good. I'm, I'm, I don't want to, I'm, I don't want to like totally discount that because we, I mean, you know, on the Sung from the Heart podcast, we're advocates of asking our clients what would be good. But what, maybe one way to ask that is, you know, 
who who is your favorite vendor? It, of all the vendors you work with, who's your favorite vendor and, and what do you like about them? Dude, that might be the best thing that you've said to me in, in a long time. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm Thanks, rubbing Mary. off. Dude, I'm rubbing off on you because that's a, that's a great, that, dude, that's a great red flag moment for one simple reason. Because if they don't say you, you got work to do. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so if you, if you don't want your pride hurt, say, other than me, who is your favorite <laughs> vendor? The other thing to do, I think, is, is to look uh, beyond our, your particular industry and other, other ex- client experiences you've had that have been incredible. I'll give you another example. So there's a new car wash that opened up in, um, in my town. And, um, you know, normally I go to a car wash, I pull up, swipe card or give, you know, put the money in and it sprays the car and you drive away and, and all of this. I get to this car wash and I pull in, I'm ready to pull into the car wash and I roll down the window and the guy's there and he's got a cart full of, he hands me a towel. <laughs> he wants to get another towel, right? Hands me a towel. He goes, here, this is, you know, you can use this to dry your car off or clean the dash if you want. And then he's got like this cart full of armor all and all this other stuff. And he goes, if you need any of this, it's here. It's only two bucks or whatever. And I hope you have a great day. And, you know, so, oh my gosh, like the experience of a car wash, like something so basic. Um, and there, I, I don't know how many car washes there are within five miles of my house, probably a dozen. But guess which car wash I went back to the next Saturday. Oh, I mean, no question. I mean, that, that's, that's an easy one. Yes, yeah, I'm a customer. For, I'm a client of this car wash because this guy is like, if you need anything, just come back here. If you get done and you want some, you know, air freshener or, um, you know, tire shine or whatever, I've got it for you. And, and that was just somebody, you know, somebody built that car wash and someone got creative and thought, what could I do to create an amazing client experience? Well, it's, you know, Let's, let's take all the stuff that people need and put it right there. You know, I think my other car wash has it in a vending machine, but I, I'll be honest, I've never been to the vending machine. I didn't even buy anything from this guy. But he handed me a towel and I was like, man, this is great. And I will go back to that car wash, um, you know, f- from now on until someone does something more remarkable. Yeah, and, it, it, no, I, I agree. But I, I just got into thinking and, and we'll throw a curveball in this as well. <laughs> Okay. Is how many, how many people talk about the great experience, the great service you're going to get. Right. But then, but then where's it go after that? It all go, it all points back to, let me save you some money. Right. Right. I'm going to save you some money, but on the same token, I'm going to save you more money than, than you're spending right now, but I'm going to provide you Nordstrom's level support. Right. And, and there lies a big disconnect. So something else to think about too is how are you, you know, how are you starting this conversation? And we talk about it, right? We talked about it with feedback. I've written about it is if you guys are starting off your conversation based on right. transactional conversation, you can't deliver a transformational experience. It just doesn't jive. Ah, here's another great place to look for customer experience. I mean, I think there, I think we really need to look outside our own little bubbles, our worlds. Like what's the difference between taking your car to a Toyota dealership or a Lexus dealership? to get, you know, the oil change or get service done, right? The Toyota dealerships are going to have some folding chairs and some Folgers coffee. The Lexus dealership, you know, you walk in and they've got someone making coffee and a fancy coffee machine. 
they've got magazines, they've got leather chairs, they've got internet access, they've got Mr. Levine, how can I help you? And, and so, you know, here's the deal as salespeople, we all want to make Lexus level commissions, right? We all want, we all want, but Hey, you don't, you can't, you know, get Lexus level commissions and provide a Toyota service experience. I mean, seriously, no, you know, you're, you can't, I mean, you can't do it. You just can't, so, you can't, you can't do it. Well, and so the sales rep will go, well, that's up to my company to do. Well, yeah. No, it starts with you. It starts with you. Well, I mean, look, it, I think it goes back to the airline, right? Both airlines, the one I was unhappy with and the, the my, you know, proud Air Canada airline, um, they both had seats. They were both at the front of the plane. They both had priority boarding. They were both big seats that had full recline. So the product was exactly the same and, and it was actually the same plane. I mean, the product was exactly the same. The difference was the person. And so you look at, you know, at yourself versus your competitors. I mean, really what differentiates you from your competitors? Okay. I, I say, I say I it mean, all the time. I, think I say it all the time. I think we have this amazing opportunity to uh, find ways to create a first-class experience and, um, and, and at a minimum, massively differentiate ourselves, even better get people talking about us to their peers, build some brand loyalty to ourselves, build client loyalty, and maximize our gross profit all at the same time. And guess what? It's also fun. I mean, you know, maybe not wiping down uh, office equipment with a uh, bottle Windex. That might not be fun, but guess what? You got into people's offices, you got references, you developed loyalty, you made friends, and you built your business based on a bottle of Windex. I mean, that's yeah. powerful, man. That is yeah. really, really powerful. So, man, what, an, what a great conversation today. As always, um, you know, well, first of all, before we wrap up, I just got to say, it's, uh, it's coming up on, this is going to release uh, on September 1st. This is the month that Selling from the Heart is going to come out. We'll have some announcements here very shortly, but somewhere around mid-September, you'll actually be able to get your hands on Selling from the Heart. Um, and I'm really excited to announce that our new website is now live, sellingfromtheheart.net. You are the first people to hear about it. Our tribe, our friends at uh, Selling from the Heart. Check out Selling from the Heart. Here's what's, what's cool. When you go to sellingfromtheheart.net, you can download the first three chapters of Larry's book right now for free. So you don't have to wait any longer. You can get your hands on it. And then later in the month, uh, around mid-September, mid we'll announce the date here shortly. You'll actually be able to go on Amazon and order the entire book. But you can get your hands on the book right now. And Larry, I gotta say, I am so proud of you. I'm so excited for this. I can't wait for this message uh, to get spread um, to the libraries and readers of the world. It's gonna be fantastic. Great job, and thank you for your dedication in, in no. taking it over the finish line. Uh, another crying moment, but, ah. in, but, but nevertheless, you know what, you know how much I poured into this book and, and I just can't wait because when I committed to writing this book last year, I wanted it to be a book that would be read and mm -hmm. read and read. And I have a sneaky feeling from the feedback that I've been getting from some very close and valuable friends of mine 
this will be a reread and a reread. And like I tell people, it will pack a punch. Let me tell you, it will pack a punch. There's no doubt it's going to be high impact. And so you can go right now, sellingfromtheheart.net, right there on the homepage. You can get the first three chapters of Larry's book. You'll also find all the podcast episodes that you can share online along with our blogs and uh, other resources. So we're really excited. Man, Larry, I'm, I'm so fired up. And uh, hopefully <laughs> this new website is going to be a better client experience for our Selling from the Heart uh, tribe. Hey, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, I want to challenge you personally. We challenge you every week. I want to challenge you personally this week to think of one special, unique thing you could do for your clients to create an outstanding client experience, to create that hot towel moment. What is it? I don't know. You know, figure it out. Look at what other people are doing outside your industry and bring something that's going to make you amazing. But as always, we want to encourage you to keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep doing the hard work, provide a first-class experience for your clients, and most of all, sell from the heart.